Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Subscribe to Inclusion Revolution Radio, wherever you can get podcasts. Something you probably do know. Progressive can not only offer you a great price when you bundle home and auto, they offer you round-the-clock protection. Something you probably don't know, the average oak tree branch can hold 70 pounds. Something you probably do know, your neighbor is building their kid a treehouse. Something you probably don't know, a falling treehouse would take out your whole fence. Bundle your home and auto with Progressive and get more than a great price. Get round-the-clock protection. Something you know for the things you don't know. Coverage from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliates, and third-party insurers and subject to policy terms. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations. Welcome to Stacking the Box. To subscribe, hit us up on Google Play or iTunes or Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. Thank you. Here is Stacking the Box. The only undefeated team in the NFL is the San Francisco 49ers. And the defense didn't even show up here, Josh Hill. But hey, look at Jimmy Garoppolo. Four touchdowns are the Niners. The best team I'm not going to say in the NFL, I'll say in the NFC. What do you think? Uh, well, I don't think they're the best team in the NFL, and I don't think they're the best team in the NFC. I don't think that they're better than the Saints. And that's Look, they're undefeated, and that's great, but we're only just like halfway through the season at this point. Let's not crown anybody just yet, but let's, let's point out that the defense is extraordinarily good. The question is, can they get into a playoff game with Aaron Rodgers or Drew Brees and maintain the kind of success that they're having right now? And, and I don't know, but for the time being... If we're living in the moment, I would say that the, the San Francisco 49ers are an interesting surprise this season. Nobody thought they were going to be this good. Well, I think the question with the Niners is, can Jimmy Garoppolo do it when you need him to do it most? And they needed him to do it a little bit against the Cardinals. Yeah. The defense wasn't as overpowering. They gave up 350-plus yards with yeah. four tutties from Jimmy Garoppolo, who called my radio show, not him, but a guy said, we should go get Garoppolo. People want Garoppolo on their Giropolo. team and or Garoppolo. Uh, well, but Garoppolo I, probably plays better than Trubisky. If that Garoppolo does play better than Trubisky, but Jimmy Garoppolo was getting it done, yeah, man. He is. So, all right. I, I Jimmy mean, G I, fam. Are you? That. Do you think that can Jimmy G carry him through the NFC? Uh, well, that's. The, I mean, that's the question we're going to have to see. Right now, the defense has established itself. Defensive consistency is one of the hardest things to can pull off in the NFL. So you can't anticipate the defense is going to be good next year. Jimmy's window is then. Like, just it all needs to come together now. But the upshot is. He's fine. The defense has given him time to fully recover from that ACL injury, so I only think he's going to get better from here. It would be surprising if he regressed from where he's seems to where he's heading right now. All right, let's move on to the Texans and the Jaguars. And Deshaun Watson could carry the Texans to the AFC he if he got a yeah. little bit of help. 26-3, uh, the defense showed up here. Houston, to me, at 6-3, and three, certainly looks like a team that could – surprise come playoff time is that too tall for you no it's not it's not tall at all this is a completely different houston texans team like in years past when you lose jj watt the season's done it's over but now they have deshaun watson this is his team this is a completely different looking texans team the laramie tunzel trade looks a little bit better now because you're finding a guy that is protecting watson and we know how important that is and we're seeing now what happens if he has protection he still doesn't have the protection he needs or deserves 
but he's making plays. It's like, what, three straight weeks he's been making a throw where he's been going down in the ground? One time, I mean, the rest blew him dead three weeks ago because they thought he was down, but he just keeps plays going. He's incredible. And he is the type of guy that can carry you into the playoffs. I don't know if they go to the Super Bowl, but they have something incredibly special that's being unlocked, and it's, it's great to see. Players I love watching, Deshaun Watson's in the top three. Minshew mania, is it over? Nick Foles coming back, a couple of picks, uh, scored three points. I like Gardner Minshew, but it could be a little bit, I don't know. He's, he's well, been, he might have been figured out here, Hill. We all like Gardner Minshew. I mean, it was a great story. I think maybe that wave is crested and it's starting to roll back a little bit because, I mean, he is what he is. He's a rookie quarterback who was taken in the, what, the sixth or seventh round. And Nick Foles is a guy who the Jacksonville Jaguars gave a boatload of money to to be the guy that Blake Bortles wasn't. And it's unfortunate that Foles got hurt. And if Foles doesn't get hurt, we don't have Gardner Minshew mania. So, I mean, it's a little reductive to say it that way, but... Having Foles out kind of gave way to the Minshew mania that we have, but Foles is not going to lose his job. If there's a guy, if, if you're saying next year who's your starting quarterback for the Jaguars and you can only have one of them on the roster, it's Nick Foles. Like, they gave him that money. They, made, they want him to be a veteran leader in that locker room. That's what they're going to get out of him. And that's, that's a business decision. It's when not necessarily a football decision. When you factor in the money, I think, it's, I think if the Jaguars could press a button and make it happen, I think they'd go with Minshew and pay him what they're paying him as a six-round draft pick versus what they're paying Nick Foles. But uh, if I had to bet on how it all goes down, I'm sure Nick Foles will still be there because of that deal. Yeah, we'll, 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 we'll see. see. Because there's limitations to, to Gardner Minshew. But, I mean, then again, he is a rookie, so he's... he's He's going to go somewhere. It's just whether or not it's in this system or not. We'll, we'll see. Maybe if they do trade him, it'll be yeah. interesting. We'll see what they would get. I would think at least a second-round pick. Bills 24, the Washington Redskins 9 as we move on to the red-hot Buffalo Bills who yes. are 6-2. and two, And everyone's wanting to point out. A- Introducing Under Armour's Infinity High Sports Bra. Its ergonomic design is molded to support the natural movement of your body. With cord-out padding, the better breathability eliminates extra bulk without sacrificing support. And quick-dry padding is Under Armour's fastest-drying padding yet. When you're lifting heavy, running fast, and pushing yourself further than ever before, you need a bra that will help you go that extra mile and make you feel your best. Shop the Infinity High Sports Bra now at UA.com. Buffalo hasn't played anybody. The you know teams, the combined record of the teams they've beaten, including the Redskins this weekend, is seven and thirty-two. That is, you know, it's not good. But these are NFL football teams. They are. But okay, here's the asterisk on that, and it's that I don't think that the Bills have beaten a team this year that hasn't replaced their quarterback, and that's that's notable. Like, they played the Jets a couple of times. Luke Falk was involved in one point. They beat the Bengals, who just benched Andy Dalton. They just beat the Redskins, who benched Case Keenum. Like, they haven't beaten a team. The two teams that they've played at home, the Eagles and the Patriots, who are good teams, who haven't replaced their starting quarterbacks, who have legitimate talent, they lost to them. And I don't want to take too much away from the Bills because they, it's, it's a good story and it's great. I mean, give, give them all the credit in the world. The defense is fantastic. But, I mean, it, you, you have to kind of call it out a little bit. The, well, the reason why I think you, you don't necessarily need to call it out, at Cleveland, mm-hmm. winnable game, at Miami, dogs, Denver at home. Well, yeah. Uh, at Dallas, that's your tough game. Baltimore at home, okay, mm-hmm. fine. Pittsburgh on the road, 
at New England. There's a tough game. And then you're home with the Jets. It's, they still have half their games coming up are all no, easily winnable games. Easy, nobody's saying that the Bills aren't going to make the playoffs. I think the Bills are easily, at this point, they're, I mean, before the season, I thought they were going to be a wild card team. And I feel more, increasingly comfortable with that as the weeks pass. It's just that the quality of the team that they're beating is not particularly great. So when you get into a wild card game and you have to play, maybe you go out to Baltimore, maybe you have to play in Kansas City, depending on what happens there, I have a lot less confidence in Buffalo in the playoffs. But, I mean, let's enjoy the ride while it's happening because it's a fantastic ride that no, not a lot of people saw coming. But let's, let's temper expectations just a little bit. I mean, I like that you're raising the bar high for Bills fans, what they're going to do Bills Mafia, playoffs. baby. Let's but, do it. I mean, this is the best start since 93. It is. I don't, whether they win a playoff game or not, it's, it's still a win for some football star fans in Buffalo. Uh, do we learn anything about Dwayne Haskins? Uh, we learned that he's in an unfortunate situation because whatever the Redskins are doing is malpractice. It's disgusting. Like, I mean, there's where, where do they to play though, man? Where do they go from here? I mean, yeah, but it feels like he's getting thrown to the wolves a little bit. It's like, what? So, what are they going to do? There's the head coach who's at Callahan's not going to be the head coach next year. I don't know what the team looks like next year. He's just kind of going out there. And on the one hand, you can say, well, let's test him out and see if maybe he's any good. But also, the the supporting cast that he has is not indicative of how he might play if he has actual talent around him. If he has an actual head coach telling him what to do. It's 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 malpractice. And I'm I would be so mad if I'm a Redskins fan cuz what what is there to hope for for the future? I have no idea. It's so frustrating. That's a little bit unfair to Dwayne, but look. Exper- no, it's, and it's, it's not a reflection on Dwayne, and but on Dwayne Haskins at all. Experience is experience. Let him, let him, let him get some, and it does make it a fair little enough. bit more challenging. And those, those games do add up on your resume. So you're they making, do. You're, you're making fair points. The Kansas City Chiefs apparently do not need Patrick Mahomes, or at least they didn't, against the Minnesota Vikings. It was a little dicey, but they got it done 26 23. The game winning field goal. Josh Hill, what do we learn about the Chiefs this week? Uh, that they don't need Patrick Mahomes right now. This is Andy Reid's team. Andy Reid is the emperor, and Patrick Mahomes is just Darth Vader. Both of them are incredibly important. But, I mean, Andy Reid schemed Matt Moore into a quarterback duel with Aaron Rodgers, and then he beat the Vikings, a very good team, came back to win that game with Matt Moore, with his backup quarterback. Because the talent there is so good. This was important. If we say all this, these things about the Saints and how they can lose Breeze, but they're such a complete team that they can, they can tread water and not lose ground, the same is, is being said for the, the Kansas City Chiefs right now. Andy Reid is such a good head coach, and we discount that sometimes. He proved on Sunday that the Chiefs are a very good team without Patrick Mahomes. So when you put him back in there, and you now have extra weeks you can rest him. Don't play him for a couple of weeks. Bring him back 100% healthy. This team is only getting better without him. And then when he gets back, good Lord. The biggest concern with the Chiefs yesterday was when Mahomes ran on the field to celebrate (laughs) the game-winning field goal and nearly got himself uh, kneecapped, if you will, again. What do we learn from the Kirk Cousins? I thought Cousins played pretty well, man, overall. I mean, the Vikings certainly could have won the football game. They could have. And Minnesota... I'm not taking any chips off the Vikings table, if you will. They're still a threat in that NFC North for sure, especially with the Packers losing. They are, and I don't think we should hate on Kirk Cousins again just quite yet because he didn't have a great game, but, I mean, he played all right. What we'll remember from that game is him sliding too early for a first down because that could, that could have ended up changing the flow of the game no very question. early on, but he made a bad decision. He's prone to those, but 
we've seen enough good things out of Kirk Cousins over the past couple of weeks, and we saw enough good things on Sunday against the Chiefs, again, without Adam Thielen for the entire game, that I don't think that you can... You don't hate on Kirk Cousins too much. Let him give you reasons to do that. Don't try to find them just right now. Impressive. The Chiefs get it done without Patrick Mahomes. Let's move on to the Jets and the Dolphins and look at Miami. Dolphins a winner over the Jets 26-18. Miami will not go winless as we move on to the Dolphins and the New York Jets, who also now have one win. The Cincinnati Bengals, the only team that is winless in the NFL now. You knew that Fitzmagic was going to get it done at some point, but this is a, t- yeah. this is a terrible win for Miami. When you're facing Why? a one... Because, you you're listen, you're playing for draft position. You lose to the Jets. You can't catch them. <sighs> it's done. You, you don't want to beat the Jets. That was the one game you really, really wanted to lose. This was a disaster win. Absolute disaster. Alternately, what if this is Adam Gaze's revenge? Right, he, he gets kicked out of Miami, and he's like, "Guess who's going to mess up the tank?" Old Adam Gaze, who, right. by the way, is going to be a one and done head coach. There's no way. There's we, if we talk about malpractice happening in Washington, there's absolutely no justification for him to be the head coach next year. This team has regressed aggressively, and it's bad. Like, okay, yeah, the optics of losing to the the Dolphins and being their first win is bad enough, but just the way that they've played all season long, from the Sam Darnold seeing ghosts thing to the way that Gaze is coached in certain situations, it's just, it's not good. They are the worst team in football. It's not the Dolphins. The Dolphins at least know they stink. The Jets aren't doing this on purpose. They're just like this. Yeah, uh, I, right, I get it. It's been a rough, rough, it's tough. rough, rough go, and Adam Gase from the opening press conference, I mean, that was amazing in itself, if people it's remember the, 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 the weird eyes. Uh, let's move on to the Bears and the Eagles as Philly takes this one 22-14. They were up 19-zip. The Bears had nine yards of offense in the first half. Ed Rooney, Ed Rooney, Ferris Bueller, nine times. <laughs> uh Mitchell Trubisky completed 10 passes. Five of those passes were behind the line of scrimmage. Is it over in Chicago for Trubinsky? It is. It's like the person, you're in a relationship and the relationship is over, but you don't know it yet. You're hanging on to it. Like, it's done. It is an untenable situation for the Bears because now you're getting into a situation where, yeah, Trubisky's bad, but... Now you're starting to cause future damage or you're in danger of causing future damage because the Jacksonville Jaguars a couple years ago had a defense that should have gone to the Super Bowl and maybe should have won. But Blake Bortles was the quarterback. And once the defense figured that out, they started checking out in a big way the next year. I am afraid that the Bears might start doing that because if you have this generationally great defense, like Khalil Mack's not going to phone it in. But at some point, if he you're going out there... a little phony in right now. But if you're, well, because if you're going out there and you're putting it all and you have no support from your quarterback and the optics of Matt Nagy tolerating and enabling and allowing Mitchell Trubisky to play this way and not punishing him for it is a very bad look for that locker room. Because then at what point did the, guy, the other guys say, why do I have to try so hard if Mitchell can get away with this? Well, and, and Mitchell is talking out about how he didn't have a lot of time and he didn't have any lanes to throw through. And then when he did get it's, time, he, you know, he, he didn't say that stuff before. So he, he's like, hey, don't put it all on me. Let's let's look well, around the room. But what, was, what was the line from the, the usual suspects? The greatest trick the devil played was convincing he didn't exist. The greatest trick the Bears played was convincing us that they had a kicking problem when they have a quarterback problem. Are you saying that Mitchell Trubisky is Kaiser Sose? He might be. He's a Kaiser's, con artist, that's wow. for sure. Wow, that's a fascinating. But they, they, they were all offseason. Oh, we got kickers, this, this, and that, the double doink, and all along, Mitchell Trubisky. All along, it was him. Eagles are 5-4. and four. Are they going to run down Dallas? 
They could. The, in a couple of weeks, they play the Seattle Seahawks, and that could be a tiebreaker game for the wild card. That could be a big game. But week 16, they play the Dallas Cowboys, and the Cowboys have a pretty tough schedule. They have the, like, the Vikings, the Patriots, and I think the Rams coming up. If they lose three of those games, there's a very real chance that that week 16 game against the Eagles, the Eagles come into that 9-5, and five, and the Cowboys come in that either 8-6 and six or 9-5. and five. And then you're not talking about the wild card with Philly. You're talking about can they win the NFC East? Right. So I, I mean, it's all coming together a little bit. It took a while, but I think the Eagles, they're starting to hit their stride. That's their path to the playoffs, no yep. question. Uh, let's go to the Steelers and the Colts. Pittsburgh gets a win 26 24. Mm-hmm. Jacoby Brissett left early, injured. Mason Rudolph, give this guy credit. I mean, and give the Steelers credit for getting to 500 from where they started their season out. Yep. Uh, Underdog Fantasy is the fastest growing fantasy app and easiest place to play fantasy sports. Just jump on underdogfantasy.com or download the app. Draft your team, and that's it. And if drafts aren't your thing, they also have a pick'em game where you can win 20 times your money in a single night. Use promo code RADIO, and Underdog will double your first deposit when you sign up with up to $100 in bonus cash. Deposit $100? Get $100 free. That's promo code RADIO. Terms and conditions apply. Uh, Mike Tomlin, tip of the cap there. Uh, Is Mason Rudolph, in your mind, a bona fide starting quarterback for the Steelers going forward. No, this is a really weird season for quarterbacks who shouldn't be starting, who are doing a good job starting, but they're not necessarily starting quarterbacks. It's like the Matt Schaub effect, where or the Matt Castle effect, where they could be a good starter. Mason Rudolph could be a decent starter, but he's a mid to lower tier starter if you play somewhere else. I think that this is a bigger reflection on Mike Tomlin. Yet again, we saw with the Antonio Brown drama that that locker room is incredibly well run by him and incredibly well led by him they go what is it four and two with mason rudolph and devlin hodges like you win on sunday night football with a third string quarterback on the road this is incredible like we should be talking a lot more about how great mike tomlin is at his job but it's maybe it's because we're so used to him just doing this that it's 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 an afterthought but this is an incredible coaching performance by him it's it's tough for the colts losing percent as well but uh, indy still in a decent position at five and three. Let's move on to the Panthers and the Titans. Thirty to twenty, Carolina over Tennessee, and Christian McCaffrey again, mm-hmm. hundred, nearly one hundred and fifty yards on the ground, one hundred and forty-six got in the end zone twice, and you know twenty-four times he carried the football, which is a pretty decent load. And he, you know he's not the biggest guy on the planet, so mm-hmm. all of it's impressive. MVP Christian McCaffrey. I mean, I think the hype died down just a little bit. As Russell Wilson and Lamar Jackson continue to do what they're doing, they're going to ascend above Christian McCaffrey because the MVP is a quarterback award to win. Like, unless you are a generationally great running back, you're not going to win that award or you have some historic season. Christian McCaffrey is a fantastic player. He's one of the best players in football today. But if Aaron Donald can have the type of season that he had last year and not win MVP, if J.J. Watt can have the type of seasons that he's had and not win MVP, then I don't think Christian McCaffrey has has a good case. But, I mean, if you're a fantasy, he's a fantasy MVP. He's yeah. winning a lot of people a lot of fantasy games. And we'll get to Lamar Jackson in a second here because uh, that, 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 that was sweet. But, uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, Carolina improves they do. to 5-3. and three. The Titans are 4-5. and five. As we move to the Raiders and the Lions, 31-24. Oakland gets a late touchdown. Detroit got down to the goal line, could not get in. Matthew Stafford had a huge day. 400-plus yep. yards, three touchdowns, but the Lions come up short. Detroit's just been a tough luck loser a bunch mm-hmm. this year. 
But the Raiders may be the most pleasant surprise in the NFL. They are. I said before the season that they were going to be at least the most interesting team. That was when they had Antonio Brown. I wasn't sure what, how that was going to go. But it's hard to argue that they aren't the most impressive team just because of where expectations were. Think of how big of a joke they were during the hard knocks phase of the offseason where it's like, I can't believe that they traded for Antonio Brown. This is such a clown show. And then they cut him. It was a whole thing. They look like they're going to go nowhere. Everybody's making Gruden jokes. And now, I mean, they're actually, they've looked incredibly good. I, again, not a Super Bowl contender, maybe not even a playoff team, but by far the most impressive, and you could argue one of the most improved teams based on where they were last year. I don't know who was saying at the time, check the video, cut Antonio Brown, <laughs> move on, it'll be good for your football team. Uh, that one has worked out pretty well. Where's yeah. Antonio Brown right now? Uh, unemployed. Yeah, well. A lot of money in the bank, so maybe he's fine, but that's just not a great way to live your life. All right, let's go on to the Seahawks and the Bucks overtime, which was impressive for Tampa to get there on yeah, the road. But Seattle improves to seven and two, forty to thirty-four. Russell Wilson, another let's talk MVP, five mm-hmm. more touchdowns. It was uh, this is a Seahawks team that's maybe not overpowering everyone, no. but just getting it done, right? They're getting it done. And as long as Russell Wilson is there, you have to say, yeah, they have a shot at contending for a Super Bowl. Just because he is so incredible. And if we're talking about underrated talent in the NFL, for some reason we continue to gloss over him. Every single time we have this conversation about Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady, Russell Wilson is right there with those guys as one of the best quarterbacks of this generation. I'm concerned with the Seahawks because they aren't as complete of a team as a lot of the other contenders in the NFC. And they haven't been that great at home. Like, they beat the Buccaneers, sure, but the Buccaneers are not a good team. And they almost lost to the Bengals, also not a good team. And they almost lost to the Rams, who are an okay-ish team. They lost to the Ravens. They lost to the Saints. Both those games were at home. This 12th man thing... It's not as working like it used to, and this home field advantage isn't what it once was. So I'm a little concerned about the Seahawks from that standpoint. Their defense isn't as complete as it could be. But again, as long as, long as you have Russell Wilson, you have a shot. Sunday was case in point on that. 22 touchdown Incredible. passes, one interception. He's got something like 30, I think now it's 31. 22 to 1, man. That's yeah. insane. 31, I think now, comebacks so, in his career I mean, since just, 2012. It's, it's, it's incredible. It's just preposterous. All right. Uh, Jameis played well, by the way. He uh, did, but he had a fumble late in the game yeah. that gave the Seahawks great field position. They ended up scoring, taking the lead, and that's what swung it. The Buccaneers, give them credit, they were in it for almost the entire game. But as well as Jameis played, as mistake-free as he was for most of the game, he had that one blunder, and it swung everything, and the Bucks lose because of it. He's going to look good in Chicago next year. He's going to look good somewhere. He might actually stay in Tampa. If he continues to play like this, they might be able to grease the wheels on, you know, he made those mistakes really aren't his fault. But I, I don't know. He doesn't show any signs of changing. Even when he plays great, he still makes that one mistake, and then they lose on the road in a game that they shouldn't have been in, and they were. Then it turns out the way it usually would. The Denver Broncos, 24. The Cleveland Browns, 19. Yeah. Uh, I think the two most disappointing teams in football are, one, the Cleveland Browns, and two, the Chicago Bears. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the most disappointing player in football, for me at least, is Baker Mayfield. So much talk, all the nonsense, and the production we're getting close to Zippo. Yeah. Uh, I don't 
trivia question. Who played quarterback for the Broncos yesterday? Brandon Allen. Yeah, what, what draft round was he picked in? He wasn't the first overall pick, that's for sure. He was a sixth-round pick out of Ooh. Arkansas, Brandon Allen was. And Brandon Allen getting it done yesterday as the Broncos pick up their third win. Uh, where, where does Cleveland go from here? <laughs> um, to therapy? <laughs> I mean, I, I, I don't know. Like, Look, I think a lot of this was our fault for hyping them up way too much. Everybody got way too excited. We took them out of the oven before they were done cooking, and we got a messy, soupy brownie mix that we really didn't want. Baker Mayfield is what he is. He's a second-year quarterback who doesn't have the experience, and he has a first-year head coach in Freddie Kitchens and a roster around him that didn't have enough time in the offseason to come together and assimilate. I mean, we shouldn't be surprised that this is happening. Why this is worse is because Baker spent all offseason talking trash, the Browns had all these expectations. They trade for Odell. They trade for Olivier Vernon. They make all these moves. We think that they're going to finally take a step. And they played so well at the end of last season that it set the expectation maybe a little bit higher than it should have been. They've come crashing back down to earth. Let's kind of just say what they are. And they're just they're a mediocre to bad team. Is Cleveland looking at themselves in the mirror right now? Do we not have the right quarterback? Is this... Uh, you know, no, I don't think so. You Really? I don't think that... The, not yet. And I don't even think they should look inward and say we have the wrong head coach. Play this out another year. See what happens. If you're going to fire Freddie Kitchens, wait until the middle of next year to fire him. Give him an off season. See what happens. Then go from there. Start. But don't panic. Don't blow this up. Don't do the Browns thing where you just completely blow this thing up because it's not going right right now. Just give it some time. Start a series on your team-friendly channel in the kitchen with, with Kitchens. <laughs> Could that be a move? I, well, I don't know. I mean, just a little... Maybe. Piece of advice. All right. The biggest surprise <laughs> from week nine, I thought, was the Chargers yeah. just dismantling the Green Bay Packers. This game was not mm-hmm. close. 26-11. Oh, yeah. The score was actually, it, it should have been worse than that. Uh, the Chargers, back-to-back weeks, taking out the NFC North. They went in Chicago. Well, and, and they, well, that's not as impressive, but that was still, it's still a road win for too. the Chargers going east, never easy. And then they come home and wallop the Packers uh, and make Aaron Rodgers look human. San, uh, San Diego, the L.A. Chargers at 4-5 and five, still looking up, but uh, all of a sudden respectable. Yeah, I mean, I think they're pulling this all together a little bit too late. Probably Things so. have come together for them, though, because, I mean, Patrick Mahomes is out. The Chiefs are gettable right now. But Chiefs end up losing that game to Minnesota. It's a, it's, yeah, we're having a different conversation. We're having yeah. a different conversation. But they didn't. And give the, give the Chargers credit. Okay, Everybody and their mother thought that the Packers were going to come in there and just roast them. And they, that didn't happen. They, they actually looked good. I don't know if this is indicative of how they're going to play the rest of the way. I need to see a little bit more out of them. But for right now, give them all the credit in the world. They, they pulled off probably the biggest upset of the week. What did we learn about Green Bay? Was it just it got, we went out to the West Coast, we took them for granted, we hung out? It's a trap game. You think so, right? A couple of years ago, I remember Aaron Rodgers, they got off to that bad start, and he said, relax, relax. And they ended up going on a huge run after that. This team's a good team, the Packers, okay? They get Devontae Adams back. You'd think that would improve the offense, but it kind of threw a kink in there that they didn't really know how to scheme for. They'll be fine. Okay, don't panic. Don't overreact. This, the season is not over now because they lost to the Chargers. If anything, this was a humbling win for a team that was maybe getting a little too full of themselves when you've got the undefeated 49ers out there. You've got a Saints team that just went undefeated with Teddy Bridgewater, and now they have Drew Brees back. The Packers got humbled, and I think this could end up being a game we look back at and say, okay, 
it was really important that they lost to the Chargers there, and they didn't lose to, say, the Saints in January. Well, they have Carolina at home next week, and then they go into their bye, so we'll see how they bounce back mm-hmm. against the Panthers. Let's wrap our, our final game. The Baltimore Ravens on Sunday night, 37. The New England Patriots will not go undefeated. Nope. 37-20. Patriots go down, and Lamar Jackson... He looks good. He is so he fun good. to watch. <laughs> 17 to 23 the numbers just you it's even not even worth mentioning because you have to watch him play mm-hmm. football and escape the rush and do things that literally nobody can do yep. he was only 61 yards rushing but he probably ran for 200 all over the field uh and threw for 163 and this this in my mind it it stamps the ravens as a legit contender in the AFC uh, a, a thousand percent stamps them as a legitimate contender this was a statement win this was a game that the Ravens are like, look, this is the way we play. This isn't some game. We didn't scheme just for the Patriots. We didn't change things up. We weren't running weird formations. This is just the way they've been playing all season long. And they've been playing really, really good football. You know, you know what I love about it, too, is because so much I hear, well, he doesn't really fit into the system. So um, if you're a good head coach which John Harbaugh has 100% proven to be yep. time and time again. You take the players that are given to you, you put, you use their talents to the best of their abilities, and that helps you win football games. That's what a good coach does. Yeah. And moving from Flacco to Jackson was a huge move. Uh, and and uh, I don't know, MVP candidate, right? I mean, there's, uh, there's no doubt. 100%. If the season ended right now, he's the MVP. Like, there's no doubt about it. I've often wondered what it would look like if Michael Vick played in today's NFL. The, just the, the tool set that he had, the skill set, everything that he did. And the answer is Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson is what Michael Vick would look like in today's NFL. And it's incredible to watch him do this. This is why the Ravens drafted him. And you, you hit the nail on the head. A good team builds around the talent of the quarterback. They don't try to make him something else. This is, this is a perfect situation for him. Check out the On the Mark podcast. Ed Reed talking about Lamar yeah. Jackson, who did, and he did do the straight Michael Vick comparison. Uh, well, and then also one's righty, one's lefty. But, uh, we had but Mark Ingram on Stacking the Box a couple weeks ago, and he was talking about Lamar Jackson, you, and how that locker room is ready to run through a brick wall for him, and that's an unseen thing. We, you, everybody freaks out about the highlights, and oh, he's not a he's not a passing quarterback, he's a running quarterback, all this kind of stuff, which we're seeing is completely false. The, the thing is, he is a leader in that locker room, and the team is behind him. And that, that is invaluable. You cannot overstate how valuable that is. 29-year-old Mark Ingram, which Incredible. is not young for a running back, he found the, the fountain of youth was alive for him last night. Yeah. And this just looked ex, extraordinary. And that's a guy will. who just came from a situation with Drew Brees. And he's now with Lamar Jackson, and he has the same attitude, the same uh, he, I will do anything he, for this guy attitude he had for Breeze. He, Let's not. Do, no, they, that, that team's having a lot of fun. Read all the way into that. That's yeah, incredible. Yeah, they're, they're, they're having a great time in Baltimore, and uh, they're 6 and 2. All right, <laughs> week nine is in the books. Thank you for uh, enjoying, hopefully, our recaps here as uh, we move along with the only undefeated team in football, the San Francisco 49ers. Podcast is brought to you by Fansided. Join our community of over 300 sites from sports to pop culture and everything in between. 